You're listening to A Journey with Chris and American English. Hello, and welcome to the fifth episode of my podcast, The French Influence on English. In the last episode, we talked about the history of English, early, middle, and early modern English. Now, I also touched on the fact that French had a great deal of influence on English, but I did not go into detail about what that exactly means. Well, in this episode, I want to expand upon that a bit. It should be noted that French, just like English, has undergone a lot of changes. So, the French that is spoken today is not the same as the French that was spoken almost a thousand years ago. However, it is still possible to see the parallels between modern French and old French. With that being said, let's begin. The Battle of Hastings, 1066. The Battle of Hastings took place on the 14th of October, 1066, between the Norman French army of William, the Duke of Normandy, and an English army under the Anglo-Saxon King Harold Godwin, beginning the Norman conquest of England. It took place approximately 7 miles or 11 kilometers northwest of Hastings close to the present-day town of Battle East Sussex, and was a decisive Norman victory. This is somewhat of an oversimplification. I do not want to get too much into history, seeing as how we want to focus on the history of the English language, and not necessarily on England, but both are inevitably intertwined. Therefore, it is not possible to discuss one without the other. So, you may ask yourself, why is this at all important? Well, there are a couple of reasons for that. First, up until this point, Old English had been the language of the land, of England. Old English had certainly been influenced by Latin. Most languages at the time were influenced by Latin in one way or another. It was the lingua franca, after all. However, Old English managed to retain a lot of the complex grammatical features that are still present in modern-day German and Icelandic, like verb conjugations, noun declinations, etc. Second, the Battle of Hastings is often considered as being the official end of Old English. While we must admit that there's no way for us to say this is where one form of the language ends and this is where another begins, it should be thought of as a spectrum. It is definitely possible to see a decline in the uses of Old English after this point. Third, and finally, Old English slowly morphed into what we now call Middle English. French was considered the language of nobility, prestige, and of the educated. It was therefore often used in official settings. I must once again note that this is a specific form of French, known as Anglo-Norman French. While it does have a lot in common with other French dialects, it is not the French from Paris that you are necessarily accustomed to.
the French influence. Seeing as how French became the language of the nobility and of the courts, it influenced a lot of the educated areas of the language. I mentioned last time that a lot of the culinary vocabulary in English is of French origin. The effects go much, much deeper and can be found in all lexical areas of English. For what it's worth, the influence of French on English was rather superficial. This means that it did not influence the syntax, phonology, or grammar of the English language in any meaningful way. Still, it could be said that it accelerated the decline of complex grammar structures, as we mentioned before, but it did not necessarily replace them with French ones. It is estimated that around one-third of modern-day English vocabulary has some connection to the French language. With that out of the way, let's take a look at some French. Here are just a few of the words that have been taken from French. So, for law and society, we have crown, custom, marriage. For words related to commerce, we have debt, affair, budget. For words related to sports, we have champion, challenge, record. For words related to domestic life, we have things like chair, cushion, and closet. Common French suffixes. You can also tell if a word is of French origin from the suffix or the ending of the word, if you will. If a word ends in shun, asian, shion, able, ism, or iv, then it is probably French or Latin in origin. Sometimes the word comes directly from Latin or it entered through French. So some examples would be nation, acceleration, mission, table, racism, or creative. French expressions. So I want to talk about two French expressions. One French and one not so French. Carte blanche, or a blank check, refers to a situation in which one party has a lot of power. Usually this stems from the fact that the agreement was rather vague and is thus open to interpretation. This has a negative connotation of someone abusing their power or responsibility. So, for example, the landlord has given her a, a carte blanche to redecorate the living room. Another French-related expression is, pardon my French. This expression is used when you want to excuse yourself for having used improper language. So, if someone were to use words that were considered vulgar, improper, rude, etc., one could apologize afterwards by saying, pardon my French. For example, John, don't use language like that in front of the kids. Oops, pardon my French, everyone. There's some mystery surrounding the origin of this phrase. 
It is commonly assumed that the phrase dates back to the Middle Ages, when French was used a lot by nobility and commoners had no understanding of French. If we're one to employ French while speaking in these situations, then it would have been customary to apologize afterwards for doing so. French was considered by some to be a rude language, and its usage was frowned upon in certain circles at the time. However, this phrase is not necessarily negative and is not meant to insult the French. So, there you have it. A small insight on how French influenced the English language. Next week, I want to talk about Americanisms, American words and expressions that are specific to general American. If you liked this podcast, disliked it, or have comments, please let me know by commenting on my blog or by sending me an email at ChristopherMichaelChandler at gmail.com. All right, take care and enjoy the rest of your day.